Hi friends, today we're going to talk about how to get a dose. A dose of what, you may ask? Well, that's the right question. Stick around and we'll see if we can get some answers. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. We are going to talk today about getting a dose. A dose of what? Well, a dose of happy, technically. So in your brain, there are four main chemicals. There's a lot of chemicals, but there's four main chemicals that make up what some people refer to as your happy chemicals. So we're going to talk about what those are, what it looks like if you have a deficiency in one of these, and how you can access it and kind of not hack the system, but increase those chemical levels in your brain and get you a dose of happy. So Dose, D-O-S-E. So there's dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin. Now, what exactly are these? So dopamine, this is what like enables motivation, learning, pleasure, things like that. It gives you basically the gumption. It gives you the determination, right, to accomplish goals and desires and needs and things like that. So that's dopamine. Oxytocin, which is our next one, um, it kind of gives you the feeling of trust. And it motivates you. Like, the more you feel it, the more you want to build sustaining relationships, right? You want to put forth the effort for the relationship when you get some oxytocin. Because it, it gives you the feeling that you can trust that person. It's also known as, like, the cuddle or the love hormone. And it does play a huge role uh, in bonding with people. Um, you see that a lot uh, with parents and children as well, not just romantic relationships. Okay, serotonin. Um, this one gives you the feeling of significance, um, like meaning basically, and that you are important to your peers, and the last one, endorphin. Endorphin is like a release of euphoria, like a very brief euphoria um, to mask a physical pain. So if there's pain, this will release and it gives you a euphoria and it kind of escapes the pain for a little bit. Um, like, like it's it, as a that means it's a response to pain and stress to alleviate the anxiety. It doesn't necessarily take the pain itself away but it would alleviate the anxiety and depression associated with it. Okay. So that's the four chemicals, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin. Now, what happens if you don't have some of these? What happens if you have a deficiency in these? So I'll break it down by chemical, um, so if you have a deficiency in dopamine, it could look like procrastination, low self-esteem, 
uh, lack of motivation, low energy or fatigue is a major one. Sometimes we write that one off as something else. Like we're not even thinking about a brain chemical for that. Um, The inability to focus. Um, Again, you'll see a lot of the ADD, ADHD, dopamine connections there or with the inability to focus. Um, Feeling anxious, feeling hopeless. Um, and, and mood swings as well are associated with dopamine. So that's what a deficiency in dopamine looks like. What about oxytocin? A deficiency in oxytocin, remember this is the one that is um, the bond or the cuddle hormone, the love hormone, the bonding, and it helps you sustain relationships and trust people. So if you have a deficiency in oxytocin, then most likely you will start feeling lonely um, You'll feel overly stressed because there's no relief from it. Um, you will experience a lack of motivation, which also ties in with dopamine. So, you know, having one or more of these would indicate oxytocin, right? You need, just because just because you are experiencing a lack of motivation doesn't mean, oh, it's definitely this chemical. That could be across a couple of chemicals, right? Um Low energy and fatigue, again, um, disconnect of relationships. You just cannot connect with that person, right? You can't connect with anybody. Um, Feeling anxious and insomnia, believe it or not. Yeah, insomnia is linked to um, oxytocin deficiency. Okay, so serotonin. Serotonin, or this is your feeling of significance and importance among peers, um, also I didn't mention this earlier, but it's kind of like a really chill form of just accepting yourself and the people around you, right? You're just very chill about it, accepting people for who they are, accepting you for who you are and not stressing about, you know, being something different or expecting too much out of other people or yourself. That's serotonin. So if you have a deficiency in serotonin, it will look like, or it could look like, um, low self-esteem. It could look like you being overly sensitive. Like, I can't believe they didn't come talk to me. I can't believe I didn't get an invite. I can't believe, like, extremely sensitive to little things that probably weren't personal. Um, anxiety, not just feelings of anxiety, but, like, anxiety and panic attacks. Mood swings, again, mood swings. Uh, so much of that has to do with the chemicals in our brain. If we can get those managed and balanced, we can be a little more even keel most of the time. Feeling hopeless. You know, there's no point for um, connecting with people. There's no point in doing that because you have no significance in the world, right? You have nothing to offer. Having social phobia because you feel ostracized or you feel completely alone and unappreciated. So that social phobia and going out and what if I, that anxiety kicks in too. Of what if I mess up? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I, it's that constant internal voice messing with you. Um, obsession or compulsion can be linked to serotonin deficiencies and insomnia again. Sometimes if you're not sleeping, it's not just that you're not sleeping. There might be a way to fix it. Okay, so that's dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. Our last one, let's talk about the deficiencies of the last one, endorphin. So, 
if you have a deficiency in endorphin, um, it could be looking like anxiety or depression. Again, mood swings could also look like this is like the very, I don't know, this one. Again, it's one that we excuse. We're like, oh, I'm just, you know, getting old or I'm just not, you know, as healthy as once I was. Aches and pains. Something as simple as a physical ache and pain can be connected connected to a brain chemical deficiency. Isn't that wild? Insomnia, again, your sleep matters. Listen to your sleep or your lack thereof, and it'll tell you what's going on with your body. And actually, impulsive behavior is connected to endorphin deficiency. Isn't that crazy? So across all four of these, we're seeing some commonalities. We're seeing... Um, feelings of anxiety, we're seeing uh, insomnia, we're seeing mood swings, friends. These are everyday things that we usually just write off as, well, that's just life. It doesn't have to be just life. You don't have to be constantly deficient in these chemicals. There are ways to fix it. I mean, obviously there are medicinal ways, but there are other ways to quote unquote hack these chemicals and get yourself a dose of happy. So how can we possibly increase these levels? Well, first of all, if you're experiencing a whole, whole bunch of these, you might need to get some blood work done. You might need to get, you know, some panels done. Just see physically what's going on and maybe approach it from that angle if it's extreme. But there are ways, there are things that you can do, right, to increase your happiness levels, right? So how can we increase dopamine? Remember dopamine, I'm going to remind you, dopamine's about motivation and learning and pleasure and getting you some go get and go get them goals, right? So how can we increase that? Um, meditation, making a daily to-do list. So medit- okay, back up. Meditation is in like, I'm not saying convert to Buddhism or anything like that. I'm just saying take a, a minute in your day, usually at the front of your day, and sit and breathe and just figure out what your body's telling you that day. You can do that in the morning, noon, night, whatever, but usually it's very helpful in the morning to just sit and think for a second. Okay, um, daily to-do list. Make a list. It doesn't have to be a long one. Just three things that you want to accomplish that day and mark them off. Uh, long-term goals. Again, have a don't put your long-term goals on your daily list because you getting $10,000 uh, as a backup or whatever, you know, saving up for a vacation, that's not going to all happen in one day. But you can create a long-term goal and work towards it, right? Goals, and not just goals, but objectives towards achieving said goals. Um, there are also certain foods you can eat that have nutrients in it that will help you increase that level of dopamine. Um, exercising regularly also really helps with dopamine increase and creating something, believe it or not, creating something that doesn't mean you have to be Bob Ross out there painting happy little clouds, but create something, draw something, write something, 
play an instrument. It doesn't mean you have to be a world-class musician. Just get that creative part of your brain going and that will help. So that's dopamine. Let's talk about oxytocin now. Remember, oxytocin gives you that feeling of trust, the love hormone. It motivates you to build meaningful relationships, helps you to bond with people. So how do you do that? Well, one of the main ways, and I love that this is so sciencey because this is actually my main love language, <laughs> is physical touch. Touching that person, holding hands with your significant other, loving on that baby, those kinds of things, hugging your friends, those will increase the level of oxytocin. Uh, socializing, ooh, whether you want to or not, introverts, socializing. Getting a massage. Can you believe that? Getting a massage will help your brain. It's science. It's medical. I'm going to schedule one right now. Acupuncture. I've actually never done acupuncture. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. But people say it works. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But because there is some science connected to it, apparently... Certain kinds of acupuncture, I wouldn't say all acupuncture, but certain kinds of acupuncture can increase oxytocin levels. Listening to music, what do you know? Listening to music can help you feel bonded to people around you. It can kind of activate those emotions and those chemicals. And uh, what about exercise? Yep, exercise. And again, meditation. Meditation is really great. Again, I'm not saying convert to Buddhism, but I am saying taking a minute and being with yourself in the Lord really helps. I think a lot of times you know, sciencey people will use meditate um, in place of prayer or as a, you know, a synonym to prayer. And that's fine. We know what meditation is. We know taking a minute in the morning to sit and think and be and talk to the Lord and then just shut up and listen to him and to your body will really help you. Okay, this one, I know it's crazy, but they say cold showers. Like, it's like a system shock. Actually increases the level of oxytocin. I know it's crazy. All right, let's talk about serotonin. Remember, serotonin is the feeling of significance and importance among your peers. It's like the chill way of just accepting yourself and those around you. So how do we increase those levels? Because if we don't have that, we're going to have low self-esteem. We're going to be super sensitive. We're going to feel hopeless, have social phobia. So how do we fix that? Exercise and cold showers. Are you kidding me? Again, yes. Exercise is pretty important, friends. Not just to, like, make your muscles strong, but it actually helps your brain. Um, A massage again. Again, friends, I really feel like this is scientifically based information, so I should schedule regular massages. I don't. I get gift certificates for massages, and I never actually schedule them. So, pause, sidebar, funny story. I got a, um, as a gift, I got a, I think it was called like a luxury facial or something uh, with uh, some estheticians here locally, and honestly... It was amazing. So then I used the, the gift card I was given to pay for it. I am about to leave and they're like, uh, ma'am, this expired. I had had, <laughs> I had it for nine months and never used it. 
And so when I finally did use it, it had expired. So the moral of the story is when you get gifts, use them. Don't procrastinate. When you take care of yourself, you take care of those you love because you are more able to do it. Anyways, we're back. Massages and for serotonin, sunlight. Ah, There's not much that sunlight won't fix. I love a good sun bath. All right. Here's our last one, endorphin. Remember endorphins, that release of brief euphoria? It helps to mask. It doesn't take it away, but it masks that physical pain. You alleviate, alleviate the um, the anxiety of it all, right? Um, it's, a res- it's a response to pain or stress. So when you don't have it, you can be anxious and depressed and have mood swings and aches and pains. You can be very impulsive. So... How can we get an extra dose of endorphins? Laughing. Yeah. Laughing can help you a lot, actually. And on the flip side, crying can help you. You guys, I should have the most endorphins. (laughs) As much as I cry, I should have the most endorphins. Okay, so laughing is very important, but also crying is important. And we don't really want to talk about that side, but it's actually very important. It releases bad chemicals, right? Bad toxins from your body. All right. Again, creating, being creative is super helpful with endorphins. Music, art, writing, whatever. Um, exercise, again, a massage, meditation, a.k.a. prayer time. And these, okay, these two I actually really like. Eating dark chocolate. Can you believe it? It's science. It's medical. It's a prescription. Eat dark chocolate. Oh, Onyx is up. Hold on. Okay, friends, we're back. I thought for sure I could get this whole thing recorded before Onyx woke up, but I did not actually. He woke up. So he's here with us now. Say hi, Onyx. Can you say hi? He does not want to say hi. Well, maybe. Anyways, so we were on the very last one. We we're almost done. So endorphin, how can we access those endorphins and hack them and get them out, right? Well, we said laughter and crying, creating, again, meditation and massage, exercising and stretching, but also eating dark chocolate and eating spicy foods. I'm telling you guys, I should have all the endorphins in the world because I do uh, cry a significant amount. Oh, sorry guys, I enjoy being creative and Lord knows I like chocolate and spicy food. So that is how you get a dose. Oh, there's Onyx, he's saying hi now, say hi. All right friends, well, it has been fun. This is how you get a dose. I hope this has been informative and helpful. And I hope you guys <laughs> have a productive day um, or a happy evening. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human.